Mom life, it's worth celebrating. It's filled with opportunities to learn and grow, and we all know there will be little bumps along the way. But why not have fun and enjoy little moments as they come? I am passionate about finding ways to make the mundane feel more exciting and spontaneous. It's time we put a little more joy and happiness into our roles as wives, moms, and homemakers. I am excited for us to learn together how to add more meaning and purpose into our lives through the big five, physical, mental, social, emotional, and spiritual avenues. In a way, you could say, let's high five motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Welcome back. So glad to have you back on the show. Today we'll be talking about how to reach your goals in three simple steps. All right, first there's three simple steps. So first is define your why. Second is decide what your EPGs are. And three, determine the specifics. Okay, so define your why. What does that mean? (laughs) So think about beginning with the end in mind. When you set your goals, you want to think of the big reason of why you're doing what you're doing. Otherwise, you don't have any real motivation to achieve that goal. You want to determine your results, okay? You want to picture it, visualize yourself reaching those goals. What does it feel like? What does it look like, okay? And then third, why do you want them so much? What is it going to take to get you to your goals? How are you going to achieve those goals? Okay, why? What's your why? Define your why. Okay, so let's try this one more time, just kind of recapping real quick. Define your why. A, you want to begin with the end in mind. B, you want to determine your results. And C, you want, or I'm sorry, C, why do you want them so much? Okay, think of those three things. And we'll come back to this. This is just kind of giving us a real quick overview of how to reach those goals. Okay, and number two. Decide what your EPGs are. Okay, so these are your big goals. An EPG just means an extremely pivotal goal. This is a goal that is extremely important and it's pivotal in your success. It's going to take you from, you know, something that maybe you're not as good at to completely, you know, 180 degrees pivoting, changing who you are to something better, something who you, you know, someone who you want to become, right? It's, it's a pivotal moment, okay? So it's your big goal, your end in mind goal, the big picture, okay? This is what brings it all together. That's your extremely pivotal goal. You need to write down your top goals for your next year, okay? What are the big things? What are these big picture goals that you want to achieve during all of next year, okay? So this is a great way um, to kind of start your vision board, okay? Start thinking of those extremely pivotal goals. What are the big, huge goals that you want to achieve Sometime throughout next year, start visualizing those and start writing them down. Okay, so write down those top goals for next year. C, you're going to make sure you look at different categories of your personal, family, business, and other aspects of your life as you write these goals. So you don't want to just have goals in just your spirituality or just your physical goals or just your goals in motherhood or parenting Um You don't want goals specific to business only or to family only. You want to be well-rounded, right? So our goals need to make sure, or we need to make sure our goals are in all aspects of our life, all the different categories that you can think of and and make big goals, those, those extremely pivotal goals, those EPGs in every aspect of our lives. Okay. So we're going to this big, broad, big, huge picture of life. And then we're going to get it down to those little mini brushstrokes that are going to make this beautiful canvas of um, things we want to achieve, okay? 
And then D, we want to think about the big five when we are goal setting. The big five, just as I've talked about in my intro and many other episodes, are mental, emotional, social, physical, and spiritual avenues. In those different avenues in life, you're going to set goals in each of those areas. So what are your mental goals for you personally, for you maybe as a mother or wife, for you as um, maybe a business owner, maybe you do work from home or, or you are an employee, you know, what are your, what are your mental goals for that? Um, maybe you're a student, maybe you do a lot of service um, in your community, you know, what are your goals for each aspect of your life? So your categories of life, personal, family, business, um, religious, whatever, and then take it down and kind of um, narrow it down to your mental, emotional, social, physical, and spiritual avenues. Okay. So set goals in each of those areas. And that's going to be kind of your bigger picture goals all together. Okay. Those are your EPGs. And third, determine the specifics. Okay. So these are going to be your mini goals. You had your, you defined your why you've found what your big goals are. Now we need to go into our mini goals or our specific goals. Okay. So a, what do I need to do to accomplish my goals? What small steps or tasks do I need to take to over time to create a giant leap to attain my goals? Okay. When we do any sort of goal setting in our life, we have to go from the big picture down to the narrowed specifics. We cannot just, just do the big picture or just do the specifics. It gets too cluttered. You've got to find kind of a rhyme and reason to what you're doing, right? So, in order to accomplish your goals, we've got to take small steps to get us there. How do you eat an elephant? Like they say, one bite at a time, right? You're not going to eat the entire elephant all at once or you might choke, not to mention you could die, right? But if you eat it little bits at a time, then you're able to accomplish that goal. So what are those small steps that you need to take over time to create giant leaps to, to attain those big goals, those EPGs? Think of... Think of um, going hiking a mountain. Your your end goal is to get to the top of that mountain, and it's to see the beautiful view at the top and to take it all in and to just feel accomplished that you have done all of that hard work and and all of that um, you know maybe pain and suffering and and bumps along the way that you dealt with. Maybe you scraped your knee. Maybe you tripped over a rock. Maybe you you know, had some different things that were imperfect along the way, little things that didn't work out quite as you wanted them to. But as you kept pushing forward and kept taking step after step and walking up that mountain, hiking up that mountain, eventually, after all of those trials and errors and things that you faced, you were able to be at the top. You were able to reach that peak and look at this beautiful scenic view that you were able to attain because of all of that hard work. All those little steps got you up to that big event, right? So I want us to think of, of setting goals like hiking a mountain, okay? It's going to take little steps at a time, one little step after one little step. Every single time you put your foot down and pick it up and try again, that's another step, another mini goal that's going to get you to that big goal of reaching the top and and being at that vista, that peak, and being able to see how far you've come and, and what it feels like, you know, to accomplish such an incredible task. When 
when we set these specific small, mini, you know, little goals, these little steps that are going to get us to those big, big goal, make sure that they are really steps that are, that are needful and that are really going to get us, propel us forward into that big goal. A lot of times when we goal set, we'll kind of veer off and we'll kind of take, I guess you could say a scenic route (laughs) or in other words, we get lost, right? And we're not, we're not sticking to that straight, narrow path that's getting us straight up to the top to our big goal, to our vista. How can we avoid those um, detours? How can we avoid getting lost and wandering around and just kind of going in loops and loops and loops until we finally find where that path is? Well, that's where goal setting and writing things down comes into place because it gives you a plan. If you... If you don't plan, so a great, um, a great quote is, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. If you want to succeed, you've got to set goals, okay? When we set goals, we'll, we'll never attain those goals if we have not written them down. A goal unwritten is a goal unaccomplished. So if we want to achieve that VISTA, we not only have to think through these things and, and imagine and vision all of the different things that we want to achieve, but we have to write them down. And then we have to take the steps, the, the mini, take those mini goals and, and turn them into mini steps to propel us into those giant leaps that are going to get us to that vista, to that, that high point, you know, your, your big goal. And then from there, think about, when do you want to accomplish these mini goals by in order to help you reach your EPG goals? When we, when we set specific goals, it's important to know that there should be a time frame. They, they should have timestamps on them. So we can't just say sometime during the year of 2022, I would like to do A, B, and C. No, it's important to set things in an order. When you have an order to things, things happen. Okay. And when you write them down, and, and when you um, have deadlines, things happen, right? So if you think about um, someone that has a job and they're going to work and maybe they are, um, maybe they're creating a, I don't know, I'll just, I guess I'll compare this to something that, that I'm doing. Maybe they're creating a planner, okay? And they have certain deadlines that they have to meet for different design files to be accomplished by so that that month can then start to go and review and you can start to do proofing and things or, or that, you know, yearly plan or whatever it is. So I had to set specific deadlines for me to achieve all these different goals so that I knew by the time the holidays came, I could have a planner not only printed as a proof so I could see it and make sure everything was good to go, but then I could also sell it as a, uh, a finished planner and have it ready to go before the holidays so people could give it as gifts and things, and then also have it ready to start planning their um, new year in 2022 or whatever year, you know, you end up getting this planner forward. Um, That's just an example. So same thing goes in life with our personal individual goals, any goals in general. We need to set deadlines for when we want these goals to be accomplished. And how we do that is through our planning process, okay? Okay, so in order to get our plans in place, we've got to set timestamps, right? 
we need to be able to get all of our goals set in stone of when we want to do them, when we want to achieve them by, and kind of plan it all out. So we start with our yearly goals, okay, our EPG goals. Those are our big, big goals, our big picture goals. Those are going to be what do we want to get accomplished in the year 2022, for example. And then that's where you get your vision store, your, I'm sorry, your vision board started <laughs> and you start visioning, um, visualizing, I should say, um, all of your yearly goals, your EBGs. Then you're going to narrow it down to your quarterly goals. That's going to happen three months at a time. And we've got four quarters in the year. So you're going to do your January through March goals, April through June, July through September, and then at the end, October through December. Okay. So you have four quarterly goals um, goal sections. Okay. So you've got your big year section, then you got your quarterly goals. Then you get down to your monthly goals. Okay. That's the third section. You have your monthly goals. What are you going to accomplish in January? What are you going to accomplish in February, March, you know, all the way down to December. And then number four, you're going to have your weekly goals. What are you going to do every single week out of the month of January specifically, and then February and take it down that way. Okay. And there's usually about four to five weeks. I think it's about five weeks every month that you can be writing goals down for each of those weeks. Okay. Then you have number five daily goals. So you have goals for Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that are going to help you to achieve that weekly goal that you set before that. And then number six, you're going to have your time blocks. You generally will have about five to six time blocks a day because you want to plan your day in about two to three hour increments. As if you were doing a block schedule at school, like high school, for example, um, you know, your first time block, maybe that's going to be your math time block. Second is going to be science and third is going to be English and so on. As soon as you do your math, when math is over, you close your book, you put it in your backpack, you move on to science. You, move, you know, you move on to your next class, your next time block. Same thing goes for as we are planning our lives as mothers and wives or husbands, fathers, um, people in general, right? This isn't specific to moms. This can be for anyone. Goal setting is for anyone, right? Um, each time block we have throughout the day, we want to focus on two to three hour time blocks at a time. And during that time block, you are going to set a specific um, label for that time block. So for example, um, from the hours between say like six and 9am, you're going to do your morning routine. That will be the time where you get in your reading, your scripture study, your praying, your exercising, you're getting ready for the day, your um, planning, um, you're planning out your day or your journaling or meditating or whatever it is that you do, you, you know, your breakfast, whatever, whatever your morning routine is, that would be during the hours between, you know, six and nine or five and eight or whatever time you get up. Um, to whatever time you need to say, get the kids to school or go to work or go to school yourself or whatever it is that you need to accomplish. Um, it would be during that time block. Then say you'd have another time block for maybe doing something outdoors, um, whether that be exercising or running errands or working outside the home, um, doing yard work, um, you know, doing a play date with somebody and your kids and their kids, whatever it is that you do. maybe you have time outside the home. Maybe you have time like an after school routine, you've got kids in school. So maybe one of your time blocks is time where you get the kids snacks and you do homework and you do dinner prep and, um, they work on chores or you guys play outside or, um, you know, do extracurricular activities, whatever it is that you do. 
find out what your time blocks are and set them in two to three hour increments. So when you have your morning routine, say you do it from six to 9 a.m. When you do your morning routine, as soon as that nine o'clock time hits, you close the book of your morning routine. In other words, you stop doing anything that has to do with your morning routine and you open up the next book, which would be your, um, say running errands. Uh, section of your day, your time block of your day or whatever. So for the next two to three hours after that, after you've finished your morning routine stuff, you stop where you are at 9am and you start to run errands. You go to the post office, you go grocery shopping, you go um, do some returns, you go, I don't know, whatever it is your errands are, you do during that time. But if you put all of those things into that time block, it makes it so much easier because you're batching all of your um, things that have to do with being outside, being driving around, being driving, driving around in your car or whatever in one specific area. So you're not going back and forth in and out of the house all day long. You just have that set time of two to three hours where you're outside the house doing things that are helping you to accomplish whatever goals you're wanting to accomplish. And then you have, you know, another time block where you do your your work or housework or you know lunch and naps or dinner time family time your evening routine your time with your spouse whatever it is okay you set your time blocks up but for me specifically i like to have six structured time blocks i do them in two to three hour increments at a time generally about three hours is kind of my happy spot where i feel that works really well um to kind of stick to three hours at a time i have my personal time in the mornings where i do my morning routine I have my, um, you know, errands and outdoors or play dates, whatever type of time block. I've got um, like lunch naps and work time where I would record my podcast, do some research, create my outlines, whatever. Um, I do like an after school time block where I focus on the kids and their homework. I'm helping them to do chores, um, helping them to get a snack. Um, giving them the opportunity to have outdoor free play, whatever it is that we do. Um, and then we have, you know, our dinner and bedtime routine. Um, and then we also have time for me and my spouse to have time together. And then also my evening routine where I'm able to have my personal time to do my journaling, my scripture study, prayer, you know, wash my face, all the things. Now I'm not perfect at all these, but ideally this is kind of what I would like to do for my time blocks. This has six specific time blocks where I go from, like five to eight, for example, eight to 11, 11 to two, two to five, five to eight, and then again, eight to 11. And, and then I decide what time I want to be asleep and what time I want to be awake by. And that is kind of what determines those time blocks. So again, we go from our yearly goals, which are our big EPG goals, our big, um, big picture goals, break it down to quarterly goal goals. So we're worrying about three months at a time and how we want to set goals in each of those quarters. Then we take it to monthly goals. Then we take it to weekly goals, daily goals. And then lastly, those three hour time blocks. That is how you can get all of your goals laid out real quick. Just kind of jot notes down as you go, figure out what you want to do and make it happen. And then it gives you the opportunity to, to know what you should do each day. It gives you guidance. It gives you a, a roadmap of how you're going to get from point A to point Z. How are you going to take those small steps to get you to that Vista, that big goal, that EPG goal, the, you know, extremely pivotal goal that you want to achieve. This is the, the map, the roadmap that's going to get you 
to that VISTA. I hope you have learned some great valuable information today on how to set um, important goals in your life. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Thank you so much for listening. And if you are able to head over to um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Anchor, um, Google Podcasts, wherever it is that you listen to this podcast. And please, 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 we would so appreciate it if you would leave a review and rate our show so that we can get more mothers to be able to hear this and listen to it and um, hopefully be able to help change their lives for the better. So grateful again for for you being willing to support me and listen. And thank you so much for being here with me. And we hope you enjoy the show. Have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time on High Five Motherhood. Well, ladies, that about sums it up for this week. As always, I'm cheering for you and I'm here for you. I want to help you and support you to do your very best. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Thanks so much for listening, ladies, and we'll see you next time.